Hey guys, in today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Tennessee um, contractor's license process. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is I know years ago when I was helping an entity get their um, contractor's license, there were a lot of questions that I had and I didn't really, there was no place I could go at that time. Um, and, I'm, and I'm one of those people, just FYI, that goes out and I'll look at articles, I'll look at YouTube specifically to try to see if somebody has already gone through this process and answered a lot of the questions about the process to kind of save me time. And it's been helpful in a lot of places. Unfortunately, when I got ready to work on getting this uh, contractor's license for this entity, I didn't, there, there wasn't a whole lot of, um, you know, people I could listen to, particularly within the state of Tennessee, that had been through the process. There were some guys, a couple guys on YouTube, I remember, and they talked a little bit about how they did it in their state. Um, and these were, you know, there were some in like the Midwest. Like I remember one of the guys was from Minnesota. He had gotten his license there. There was a guy in Florida, a guy in Cal California that had kind of talked about some of their experiences, but there was nothing really comprehensive. You know, there were little pieces, bits and pieces I could get there, but largely I had to learn a lot of, uh, how to go about um, completing that process on my own. And so um, I did eventually get a, um, a license for the organization. And it was probably been about six or seven years ago. So some of what I say today might have changed, might be a little bit outdated. But if you're one of those people that's interested in possibly becoming a licensed contractor, or also, if you're like a person that is thinking about hiring a licensed contractor, um, in this episode, I'll talk about some of the steps you have to go through. At least you had to go through at that time. I wouldn't imagine oh, that it's changed completely or anything like that. So there should be a lot of uh, similarities in what I'm going to talk about today. Like I said, it's only been uh, seven or eight years ago that, that I got this license um, for the entity that I was working for. But um, yeah, hopefully it'll be helpful to at least those couple groups of people. Um, so the first thing I'll say is, um, when I, when I first started on the, on the journey of getting the, the, uh, contractor's license, um, I was working with a couple guys that were trying to take their business to the next level. And so essentially us, um, me and a couple other guys were going to partner on, um, you know, in a, in an organization and, get a licensed contractor to take their business to the next level, which would be beneficial, uh, to all parties. And so, uh, when I, you know, I was largely responsible for getting the license and basically setting up, uh, the business side of, of the entity, um, and making sure that we're all buttoned up from that standpoint. So for, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a business professional, you know, I hold a couple degrees in business and I've worked in, uh, the corporate world and, and been in business, um, you know, for all, for many years now. So it's, it's kind of what I do. And that was, that was my contribution to this particular organization. Um, so when I, like I said, when I first got started, I really didn't know where to even start. I went out to the state of Tennessee's website and they spell it out for you, um, pretty well, what the requirements are going to be and everything you have to have in the application. And what I found was there were really like four or five things that, that really had to be done. Uh, one of them and the, and the biggest, like one of the biggest tasks that I remember was there, ha you have to complete two licensing exams. And one of those is a trade exam. And one of those is a business, 
um, like the business side exam. I think it's called a business law exam or something like that. I'll just tell you without going too far into detail, the business law side, that exam, I just kind of cruised through it. It was a single book that I looked at to really get myself up to speed on uh, the construction industry, uh, the business side of the construction industry and how that works. But a lot of it was just like general business stuff. And like I said, I've already got two degrees, so I breezed through that. I think I got like a 98 on the exam. Uh, it took me like a week or two of study and I passed it. Now, there were some folks that I had known that had gone through the process previous to me and they were more on the trade side. Like they were, you know, very technically skilled in, uh, in construction. And so they had, they had done the, uh, exam as well and they struggled more on the business side, which I could totally see that. Um, you know, it's obviously the exact opposite for me when I went and took the trade exams, you know, I've been in construction. I and my family have been in construction, uh, for a long time. So I was very familiar with a lot of, uh, of the exam, but that particular exam is, is a, is a beast. Like, um, it's unlike any other exam I've ever taken. And I've taken a, a lot of exams, obviously having a, 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 a multiple degrees and, you know, multiple certifications. Um, it was a beast because, um, it was just so much, there's so much material in there and it's all, um, it can get like really technical. They allow you to actually bring in the exam is so hard <laughs> that they actually allow you to bring in um, a bunch of reference material. So I remember when I was walking into the exam, the first time I took the trade exam and I had like a stack of books that was, you know, from my waistline that I'm holding up to like my neck and it was, you know, very heavy. Um, and I needed most of those books. I needed all those books because they, it's an open book test. Like you can, you can go in there and, and, uh, with the books and whatever you've highlighted in there, you can open it up and look all through it. They're like, that's, that's how difficult this thing, um, it can be and how, how much material is on it. Now don't let that intimidate you. Um, because obviously me being somebody that's not spent a whole lot of time, um, working, you know, I've, I've spent many summers working with, uh, with family members doing different, um, you know, types of construction. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a construction professional by any stretch, you know, it's particularly from a tr from the trade side of it. So, and I was able to pass it. Now it took me two, it took me two attempts. Uh, the first time I almost passed it. And then fortunately, um, the second time I took it, the, the exam is very similar. Um, the second time I think I, I think I took it. And then three weeks later, you have to wait like three or four weeks before you can re uh, retake it but they will let you see, and most people don't know this, but um, whatever you missed the first time, they will let you come back and review what you missed to see you know, where you went wrong. And I think the second time I think I got like an 88. Like the first time I got like a, 60, a 68, and I think the passing score is like a 70 or 72, and the second time I got an 88. And it was because I was able to go and see what I missed. Uh, now one of the, also the critical things I'll tell you about when you get ready to take that exam is I use something called uh, like mycontractorslicense.com and basically they sent me like a CD and some software and it was like a, you basically like a prep software. And that was, that was huge. Like they tell you, you know, really the things you need to focus on. Um, they tell you where to highlight in your book and, and all these sorts of things. I could not have passed it without them. I can't remember what they're called. Um, I'm not sure if they're even still around today, which I don't suspect they were. Um, they are, but, uh, it was like my contractors license.com or something like that. I listened to the CD, like at that time I was working in Nashville. And so I spent like 40 hours a week in the car. Cause I drive about an hour. I was driving about an hour into work every, you know, each way. 
and so two hours two hours a day in the car i was listening to these uh to these cds um you know <laughs> 10, 10 hours a week and so i learned a, a lot um you know, very quickly and so anyway i was able to like i said pass on the second time but it's a it's a very it's a tough it's a tough exam so that's one of the things you got to have the next the next thing you've got to have and that, that's the thing that's the area i would focus my attention first if you're interested in becoming a licensed contractor um but the next thing you're going to have to have is you're going to have to have uh some some insurance um proof of insurance like general liability insurance you're going to have to have either a workers comp um insurance policy you're going to have to have exemptions for workers comp um you know whatever whatever fits your particular scenario um and you're also going to have to have uh, and this this is this is a big one um you're gonna have to have a letter like recommendation from another licensed contractor and so the guys i worked with you know they've been working for all sorts of general contractors around uh, the mid-state area for years so it was no problem to get to get that reference and basically somebody else to that's already a contractor to say hey these guys they do good work um and then i can't remember what else you're gonna have to have like some uh, you know, submit the different jobs that you did, like a, almost like a resume to the licensing board saying, Hey, we, we com completed these jobs. You were, the, these were the contract values, um, that sort of thing. I may be forgetting something in there, but that was the bulk of the stuff that you kind of had to have. And it wasn't, you know, I say all that to say when I first, um, started kind of looking into it for us, it was, uh, it was pretty overwhelming. I was talking to people, um, they had been working in construction for a long time and people that I had wondered why they hadn't gone and gotten their, their contractor's license. And they were like, man, it's, it, it, they had looked into it and it's like, it's so many things that you got to do. And it, it is, it is quite a few things you got to do, but it's, it's not anything that's not, uh, you know, you can do it is what I'll say. It may take you six months or a year to get it done. Um, but it, you can definitely do it. It's not, uh, an, a, a task that's not something you can accomplish, particularly if you're somebody that's been in construction and you're passionate about that. Um, it's definitely something you can do. And I would even recommend that you should do. And, um, you know, the reason I, another reason I say that, that's a great segue. Um, if you're somebody that's out here working in construction, one of the reasons that you might want to go get your own, you know, get a license is because I think at that time within the state of Tennessee, there was a barrier for unlicensed contractors of like $25,000, um, per project. Meaning that if the project value if the contract value was over $25,000, you could not do the project if you weren't licensed. And, um, it, you know, it's, I believe it's unlawful to do it, uh, as an unlicensed contractor. And one of the reasons we really got started was that the guys I was working with, they were trying to do a project. And that was, that was a little bit bigger. It wasn't a huge project by any, by any means. It was like a 30, $40,000 project. And the company said, Hey, we just sent us your license and, uh, we should be good button up on this. And they're like, Oh wait, we don't have our contractor license. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something to, uh, to, to motivate you, you know, it might motivate you to go ahead and get it. Another reason to get it is because when you get a, a contractor's license, particularly for those people that know, kind of know what goes into that process, they know you're legit. They know your business is legit. And so there's people that are really like even residential folks that aren't going to want to work with you. And oh, by the way, if you're somebody out here, a residential, um, <clears throat> you know, you're, 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 uh, somebody that's, a looking to get a contract and maybe do some work on your, on your house or something to that effect. I strongly recommend hiring somebody that's a licensed contractor because the state, the state, uh, licensing board, um, one of the things that they really focus on doing 
when they give out any license, uh, but particularly to, um, but also to, to general contractors licenses, they're trying to protect the public. That's one of the things that they're trying to do. So when you see somebody with a, a contractor's license, they have gone through a process, uh, with the state and the state has, you know, sort of vetted them to say, Hey, these, they have done enough to where we feel like this is uh, it's safe to give these people a license that they can promote and say, Hey, we're a licensed contractor to the public so that you're protected. So I would, you know, we hear horror stories. I've heard a lot of horror stories where people have hired people, um, specifically unlicensed contractors. And it's, they spent tens of thousands of dollars with these folks to end up with, you know, a messed up job. I've heard about people walking off, you know, when a person has gone through the process of getting a contractor's license, they're telling you, Hey, we're committed to this. You know, we're legit. We know what we're doing. We we've, we've studied on this. Uh, we know what the requirements are. Uh, you know, the, the risk that you kind of run is like I said, they could mess up your job. I'm not saying a licensed contractor can't mess up your job. They can. And I'm not saying that they might not, they might down the road end up being bad businessmen um, or business folks and, and not do you, do you uh, fairly. But the, I think the chances are less, but also, you know, you, there's, I, I know there's things that we've done on our house that we've had, uh, and I'm not sure if it's the right word in the construction industry, but like shade tree folks come out and do things. And, you know, there's no, like, there's no warranty on that. You don't really feel like, Oh, there's something messed up. I look up down the road and two, three months later, it's like, Hey, this is kind of messed up. I personally would feel more comfortable reach, you know, a, a person that has a, a contractor's license saying, Hey, can you guys come take a look at this? this? This is some work that you did. Uh, can you check us out? And I feel like that there's more likely that they would, you know, remedy that remedy that than if I just hired somebody that has sort of a, you know, shade tree or rinky dink operation going on. Um, so anyway, that was kind of our experience with the, um, contractor's license process. Um, it's not something that is insurmountable. That's kind of like the, the mentality that I had from a lot of people I had talked to going into it. Like this is a very difficult process and all this sort of thing. It is, it is a, it is a thorough process, you know, any kind of like some of the, you know, I've gotten some other licenses, uh, from the state of Tennessee or worked on getting some other licenses, I should say. And it is one of the, um, it, it's got a lot of steps to it. They, they expect a lot from you. And it makes sense because again, their, their goal is to protect the public. And when you're talking about building stuff, man, look, there's some people don't realize this. I've got some issues. I've had some issues on my house. Um, where somebody, people did some work and didn't really follow codes and you can really, you can, you can, you can cause some damage. Um, if you don't, if you don't follow these certain practices, um, you know, you can, there's all sorts of things that you can really messed up. You can hurt people or cause it, you know, cost a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. Um, and the licensing exam and that whole process kind of helps with that, helps to protect uh, the public and, and protect everybody, uh, that's involved. So I really would say that if you're one of these people out here that's doing construction, you want to take your business to the next level. You want to look legitimate. Um, you, you, uh, or if you're on the, the buying side and you're looking to get some work done, I would recommend, uh, finding somebody with a contractor's license. So I hope this episode was helpful. If you guys have any questions, there's any way I can help you. Um, if this is, uh, something that you have, you know, some interest in, maybe you're wanting to get a, a contractor's license and you have some questions on the process. I can just tell you what our experiences were. I don't, uh, you know, I, I can't necessarily, um, 
say for sure what's going to be the case. It's it's been it's been a minute since since we went through that process, but there may be something I can help you with. Um, and if you're somebody that's looking to get like some work done on your home, and you're trying to decide, you know, maybe should I hire a licensed contractor for this? Um, you know, I, I can give you my thoughts and opinions on that, but again, they'll just be my uh, thoughts and opinions based on my personal experiences. So I hope again, like I said, I hope this episode was helpful. If you guys have any thoughts or comments, please share those. You can uh, reach out to me on social media or uh, you can comment on the episode. Um, if you will, please share this episode with somebody that, you know, you think it might help. And as always, until next time, I hope you guys have a good one.